Thanks for downloading this episode of Backstage with the Civil Church Podcast. We're excited to be back with part two of the series about the big move to the Louisiana Boardwalk, the opportunity to go and do something we've never done before. We are rejoined by our esteemed panel today, Lead Pastor Justin Hagler. What's going on, Evan? Glad to be back. Brother John, Executive Pastor. All right. Bill Allred, <laughs> part of the DLT. Hey there. And Eddie Faith, another part of the DLT. Hey. So, this is kind of like a, a starting lineup. That's hey, right. Hey. Now batting present. third. Yeah, present. <laughs> present. <laughs> if you did not download last week's episode, we went into a lot of why we're doing what we're doing, this exciting move on Easter. We had a great Easter. We are thankful that you've come back. You've got questions, and today we want to answer some more of those questions. So, Justin, let's start off. We're, everybody listened. Everybody subscribed last week. I know they listened to everything. That's right. But just in case they didn't, real quick, summarize the move to the boardwalk. We announced it on Easter. We've got this big opportunity. What is happening at the Simple Church? All right, so here's the deal. We've been in a lot of locations in 16 years, but we have an opportunity to kind of put a little, you know, our feet down for a little bit. 20-year lease we have available at the Louisiana Boardwalk, and... We think it's a great opportunity, and there's a lot of reasons why. We're going to talk about that a little bit on this podcast. Uh, But one thing we've learned in the 16 years leading up to this is flexibility is key. And now, since COVID, we understand the stability is also key. So what we're looking for is flexibility, and the boardwalk gives us that with stability, which it also gives us that because uh, the stability is we're in one location now where before convention center, we had to come in and out based on events. Their priority is getting outsiders into the convention center, which we support. We want tourists and we want conferences and all that going on. But every time they did that, that would present opportunities for us to relocate, do a do good day, all these different things we've done, which have been awesome. But in the next 20 years, we're kind of, you know, really evaluating what that future would look like. And the uh, stability of having a location that we could control when we want to do do good days and have a little bit more, you know, planning where sometimes we have to plan last minute because we didn't know something was going to change. And so the boardwalk gives us that uh, opportunity. It also gives us the flexibility because we're still leasing. We're not buying. Uh, we're not, uh, you know, having to go spend $30 million to, you know, build the facility. But we love the boardwalk. It is in Bossier City. Uh, we've been here in Bozier, our offices in Bozier. Uh, we're very committed to the Shreveport Bozier area as far as having a base, a home base, and now to have that uh, opportunity to, you know, remodel and open up seven days a week, as we talked about last week, as opposed to just a couple of hours on Sunday. We can do events, we can have all of these different opportunities we've never had before. That gives us some more flexibility. Uh, the main reason of the boardwalk, people still may ask, like, why would you pick the boardwalk? Uh, we got to thank the city of Bozier because the parking garage is one of the biggest components of why we love the boardwalk. You have to have parking for people to be able to get in, especially when it's thousands of people coming to church. And we didn't want to have to build a parking lot, and we couldn't find another location that had that much parking available. So Bozier City uh, Tommy, the mayor, everybody's been super gracious to us to go, hey, man, that parking garage, we'd love for you to use it. It is free. It costs us nothing to do that. And there's plenty of space down there. And it is covered also on bad days. You really you know, have a great uh, you know, facility to not have to be out in the weather. The other thing is it's very close to where our location would be. We're going to be in the old bar, the old bowling alley uh, on the, I guess that would be the south end of the boardwalk. And the Destiny Day Spa area for the children's and the cafe area out front. There's where the little green building that's been out there for years that helps 
service, you know, uh, the boardwalk when they do coffee and little cafe and stuff will actually be ours as well. So that whole end of that uh, boardwalk is now going to be available to us. Uh, and all of that is a huge win. It's where we started. It is in the marketplace. It is in the community. We love all of those aspects. We love the parking. We love the landscaping and everything that's included in that. We're not having to maintain all of that. All of that is really through the boardwalk. And we want to be a good partner with the boardwalk as far as bringing in customers to build our com uh, community up and our economy up. The good thing when we dump in 2,000 people into the boardwalk, restaurants get better. You know, stores get better. You have customers built in. And we've experienced that in our first few years launching in the boardwalks, where we started in 2007 in the theater down there. Uh, and we actually expanded into the bar. Uh, I don't remember exactly what year that was, but we were there for a little while as well. And so we're very familiar with it. We know it works. It's a great facility, and we're excited to possibly have that opportunity for the next 20 years. We need you, though. We'll get into that in a minute. Exactly right. 2008 was the bar because that was my first Sunday. My job was to go help Brandon McComic tote stuff up the stairs yeah, there you to go, go down there, and that was part of my setup crew. So that's because the elevator broke, and hopefully we'll have that awesome. fixed by then. Hopefully. <laughs> that's right. That goes down a whole other rabbit trail. But just the boardwalk, too, I think is so cool, like with the theater, for example. So we started in the theater. We took over a bunch of the theater. We had conflict with the theater where they didn't really want us, and we were kept growing and didn't know. But by the time we left, we made a relationship with the manager at the, the theater. We were in the world. People found the movie theater because they were coming to see movies at noon on Sunday. And there's thousands of people coming like, what are y'all doing? Why are you here? And I love the heart behind that of being in the world, right? But not of it, that we want to go and help and be a part of the community. Well, uh, Ashley is also huge for us. I mean, uh, this is Doug Warner's wife. Uh, Ashley's been with us from the very beginning, Ashley Warner. She has been at Simple Church from their very beginning, and in that partnership, what we did when the church moved into the theater, our goal was to serve and love on the boardwalk. So we took baskets to all the stores. We partner for Halloween. We give them candy. We help all of the boo at the boardwalk. Discounts for lunch. Go eat lunch after. Yeah, we would say, hey, here's available. You can go out on the boardwalk and go eat. All of those things were wins for us many years ago. Well, here we are again, and they need that. We want that uh, to have that you know, stability, like I keep saying, uh, and Ashley's excited about that. So with her help and the new owners, we have a chance, an opportunity to really uh, secure a location for the next 20 years with parking, with great restaurants. There's another one opening up now. They got a brand new and fixing to open uh, in May, on May 5th, uh, Three Amigos. So there's going to be Mexican restaurants. And our, there's some rumors of even more coming because there's more people going to be there. Well, that helps the city. It helps the community. And it also helps us. And uh, we don't have to build all that. We, we're in the world at that point as far as they're not having to find us. It's easy. It's the Louisiana Boardwalk. It's where we want to be. And we think everybody knows where it is in our local area. And for them to be able to come down and hang out and then go shopping and eat, all of those things, it's a really, it's a win-win. Yeah. When I was in high school, I remember worked for Circle K. My dad built Circle Ks and started talking about parking lots. And my dad for a while would go and say, that was $3 million, the parking lot. That was a million dollars of concrete. And you just don't know if that's not your world. You don't think about it. But that's so many things that the boardwalk offers. And John, we'll go to you because you're the one that's the executive pastor. You roll. Sometimes people don't know what you do at Simple Church. You do a lot of the behind-the-scenes stuff, stuff that makes it happen each week. And you've been a part of this process, obviously, since the beginning of the boardwalk. Did we go to the boardwalk? Were we seeking the boardwalk? How did all that kind of happen? Walk some people through of how we got to this point now where we have this opportunity? Well, much like the history of the Simple Church, uh, the planets aligned. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Ashley, as Justin mentioned, is a dear friend and uh, had uh, kind of really reached out to us and said, hey, 
uh, you know, have you guys ever considered, you know, being a, you know, part of down here and we're like, what's available and Justin met with her. And that's where the particular space that we're looking at was, uh, considered. And as he mentioned, it is the old, uh, fat daddy's bar and restaurant and bowling alley for the waybackers that have lived here for a while. And if you've never been to the boardwalk, it's on the red river. It it's is split Shreveport. It's on the Bossier side. It's it is an outdoor yep. shopping area. It opened, I think like 2005 is 2005. Yep. That's, that's correct. So it's Cent- got the movie theater. It's got centrally all located, centrally located, yeah. Bossier, yeah. Right. right off interstate, a real easy to get to. Uh, but anyway, so that conversation led to looking at this particular space, which is this two-story structure uh, that is the main, uh, you know, space for the adults, and then the adjacent Destiny Day Spa and the old Do Good Store for preschool children. And uh, it's about the same square footage we use right now in the convention center. Which, if you picture the building, doesn't seem that way. It you doesn't about seem that possible. way. It doesn't yeah. seem like it matches up. But I mean, literally doing the math, going yeah, and walking you, it off you, and investigating. Yeah, if you study the square footages, I uh, mentioned in a previous episode that we use one exhibit hall each Sunday that is around 30,000 square feet. And it just so happens that this main building is two 15,000 square foot floors. Pretty fun. And we have an architect, just so you know, like we're, it's not us in here just, yes. <laughs> you know, spitballing. It's been like we, a year and a half process behind the scenes of getting yes. to this point. Yeah. And like Art and SGB, you know, Clarence, they're just really good at looking at what you have and what you're trying to go to and go, you're going to make it. And we wouldn't even be sitting here if they had not done all of the legwork to make sure that by code, by numbers, by architect recommendations that this is a good fit for us. Yeah, well, a good example of that that, you know, he's talking about is it has uh, a stairwell that's right up the front of the building. It's one of the most uh, striking features of the design of it. And it just so happens that's the, the exact width stairwell we need for the number of people we're trying to put in the building. So no accidents. Yeah, yeah. And, and there's I, I doubt at any time, maybe back in the height of that bar, they may have put enough people in there to need the full width of that stairwell. So now in this modern era, we're going to be the only customer probably in recent history, because it's been vacant for a number of years, yeah. that can utilize that space and make the most of it. So, yes, it is the right size. So, Eddie, just speaking on you, you've been there with us from the very beginning. Uh, what strikes you about the location for the adults, so you go, man, this is a good thing for us. Well, I, <clears throat> obviously, I think the parking garage, as you spoke, is a big deal. Um, I also think that uh, it gives you an opportunity that you go to church and you come out. There's there's an open space, even if you don't want to shop, even if you don't want to go to a restaurant, there's an open space that you can just have family time and we're going to promote that. We're going to work on some things for the little park area out front and those kind of things. I, I, and it, it's a central part of uh, where Bossier City wants to go with that big L-shaped downtown area. And we could be right in the center of it. That's correct. Yes. Absolutely. So I'm going to give a peek behind the curtain, John, because you, your job, kind of what your role is, is <clears throat> you want to try to make sure we can do something. Right? Justin casts vision, typically. John will go and try to come. And there's never any conflict. Never. I get along easily. (laughs) Hey, compared to where he's been in the past, (laughs) I mean, that we as brothers, we fought a lot as kids. All right. Uh, But but maybe as adults, you've grown up a little. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. There's a little maturity. But I'm going to out, John. I feel like, John, and maybe I'm wrong. You can correct the record for this. You were more skeptical in the beginning that this could actually work out. Is that fair? Uh, I still have my moments. (laughs) (laughs) But yes, no, that. 
as Justin mentioned, it, it's been a long journey uh, behind the scenes with the architect, Clarence mainly, uh, but Art being a major helper as well as part of the firm. Um, but yeah, between that and the financial evaluation, that's where Eddie and Bill come in uh, as far as that angle of it. Feasibility, can you really fit? Uh, have to figure that out. So yes, I have come a long way. Um, so I, I do feel like that it is doable. And I think the thing that just to kind of jump into the inside of the building and what we're hoping to accomplish, what's most exciting to me is if we pull this off like we want to, it's going to be a church experience like you've never seen before. Uh, it's not going to be just sitting in rows. No pews. Yeah, there's no pews. Never been pews, <laughs> ever, ever. We had really nice seats at the theater in the early days. Cup holders. People still we miss cup, cup holders. holders. Yes. <laughs> I won't even say anything about the cup holders. I'll hold my tongue. Yes. Uh, but it's going to be kind of a multi, uh, multi-venue multi experience would be the best way to describe it. Based on the floor you're sitting on, you may be in a cluster of people with an LED wall that you're watching. You may be uh, in, a, in a setting that's kind of off to the side with large screen televisions that are piping the service in live. Uh, there may even be a separate room for live music where you can actually experience that because not everybody loves live music, but some people that's a big part of their Sunday morning experience. So it's really going to be a multi-option experience on Sunday morning, even including, and you kind of alluded to it earlier, is an outdoor opportunity. Uh, we're actually going to have access to the little small building that sits right in front of the facility. Which, snack Shack. Snack Shack, whatever it's been called over the years. It's mainly going to be used for our hospitality, which is our soft drinks, coffee, donuts. So the donuts aren't going away. No. All right. <laughs> that's, that's been day one. That has to stay. But there's going to be an opportunity on the days where the weather cooperates where you could actually enjoy church outside. And, and I remember Justin and I went to Saddleback way back in the day. We're talking in the 90s. Yeah, West Coast Church, Rick yes, Warren. Yes. Awesome church. Yeah, thank you for clarifying what that even means because yeah, I assume like, they know. Yeah, they're like, it's West. one of the biggest churches in the country. Yeah, yeah right. Purpose-driven life. Yeah. Yes, but I remember one of the neatest things that we experienced is we were actually outside during one of his messages yeah. sitting on a grassy area and it was piped in through speakers and I thought, this is the way to go to church and we very likely we'll be get, get to pull that off. And 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 we'll get to Bill in a minute because Bill wants to talk about the children's building and all this stuff. But let me just say this, and, and John's kind of alluding to it. The future of the church appears to be technology-driven. Bill will be able to speak more on that. What we have at the boardwalk that we do not have currently at the convention center, not because the convention center is at fault, mainly because we can't, manage it well, setting up and tearing down. You will have a studio. Think late night television, Jimmy Fallon, Jimmy Kimmel. You have a studio audience, but you have different ways to watch that. So you're going to have a studio audience that's able to participate in the service and you can you know, watch that. But as John was alluding to, if you're the one that goes, man, we've never been able to hang out. You've never been able to find another place to sit with your family or your friends and enjoy a cup of coffee and donut where you can go sit in a couch area. You may be able to sit in like a cafe area. You may be able to sit outside. Ours are all, And we're not saying that it has to be one way or another. We just want people to have options because the one thing that that will give us is community. And when you're long, when, when you can watch it at home, we want that product to be good. We're for that. We're not against that. But if I get out of bed 
and I'm coming down there. You, I want you to have a parking space. <laughs> I want you to better take care of my kids because I want to give you a way to get away from the stress of managing all that. And I want my kids to be taught. I want them to be to know about Jesus. I want them to have a good experience. And, and simple kids and what Christy does, they do phenomenal. Our kids beg. I can tell you story after story of people going, that's why I'm here. My kid got me out of bed today to get down here. All of that will be available. And in that process, it's like going to the movie theater now. If I could stay home and watch a movie, which some people go, I don't go to the movie theater anymore. Well, I personally do, and my family does. And the reason that we do is we want a different experience. I can watch it at home, but there are times I want to go out. I want to experience friends. I want to see people. I want to smell the popcorn. I want to see a bigger screen that I don't have at home. I want to have the community of, hey, Bill, let's go see a movie. Or, hey, let's go see this. Well, those don't go away, and the church needs to be a part of that. We're not ignoring that. It still comes down. The church is about people. It is about connection. And you can connect through technology, which we're going to do better at, and we'll have ways to do that, which, Evan, you do a great job, and the you know technology that makes it available wherever they're watching. But you also want to be able to have a availability to relax and hang out for a minute and enjoy that with your friends without having to rush off, which many times for 16 years, that's been our story. When it was the theater, we literally pushed them out the door. Yeah, you can't we had to. You had to go. Bill, what were you going to yeah, say? Yeah, we did have to. And I think that opportunity to linger and to create community, you know, the local church we're doing is it's worth um, everything. It's worth saving. It's Christ's idea. We absolutely uh, need people. Pandemic showed us more than ever. We isolated more, and we weren't as healthy um, to a person we weren't. And so to create opportunity for us to gather, have a good product in a space that lends itself to that, and you kind of get to pick, uh, just creates so much opportunity for us down there that um, I'm not sure where you'd, you'd find that sort of opportunity right now. So it's pretty cool. Yeah, Bill, tell us about the reason I was bringing Bill is technology man. If you listen to the former podcast, he has a lot of wisdom and worked for a long for time in Bozier all City. schools. Yeah. <laughs> Works for a bank doing the same thing. Uh, but you're also super um, charismatic, super passionate. Uh, passionate about the future generations. Tell them about why it's important to build this. We've never had children's space. We've been on the floor of a theater before. We've been Sticky. unconventional. We, <laughs> right. We've made it work. But tell us why this children's space is such a big deal. Well, you know, we have the response. Like, we have two guys in here that really are the next generation, Evan Jordan, um, and they're beginning to have their own families. So yet another generation. And the local church really does hinge and depend on those people um, embracing faith, continuing to believe in the local church and to embed a faith to help bring them to a place where they can learn about the faith that their parents have known, that someday as an adult, they can grow into a faith they call their own that survives that whole transition of, of growing up. And we get the privilege of spending a good time doing that. Now we're talking about creating a space that is um, safe. Uh, those of you that know, since since we really started way back in the theater, we had some version of check-in and security, physical security, technological security, uh, good oversight by lots of people in our children's area. That will still be true, um, only I think even better. And we had the opportunity to create spaces, enough space, um, and it will not be 
I would say we could all agree it probably won't be fancy, but to a kid, it'll be life-changing, and it'll be the reason they continue to get their parents up to come. And we're forever grateful that we create the kinds of environments that a lot of times kids had made the difference in their parents' journey towards Christ because they did come in and participate. So this space is pretty exciting uh, that we can set up, you know, permanently uh, a check-in foyer, a place that they can easily move through that, have a place to know their kids are close by much closer than even they are right now in the convention center yes. for sure. Uh, and to know that they don't have to worry about that, that portion of the time and they can go experience as adults, the same sort of life change we've all enjoyed too. Yeah. What I was going to say about that too, is just the technology side of the, you know, the, the way it's finished will be simple uh, and not very expensive, but the technology involved in that building is where, we want to make sure that we continue to push the envelope envelope a little bit uh, because technology by itself is not enough. It comes down to relationships connected to technology. So although it may be a video wall or a, you know, a board that we're still, because we use a lot for people online, uh, there's still a product out there for our kids online now. So the technology is there to create the product, to, to watch the product, to experience the product. But what you'll have now is also uh, an environment where the parents can know that their kids being dropped off in a safe room and develop relationships with other kids and with adults that have background checks that are safe, that can invest back in their lives of their kids. That goes beyond just watching a program or watching an experience. They come because they're loved. And if you experience that love and it's uh, some, through an adult, not through a video, I mean, although the video is a teaching mechanism, it comes down to that relationship then that is something that Christy and her team and all those volunteers, you know, are super, super involved in, and they do a great job at it. And they want to partner with the parents. The one thing we learned from our experience back in the day, I was a student pastor for a long time, is it was always drop off. And what you're we're the trying, expert. We're going to yeah, outsource yeah, yeah, this yeah. to you. And, and we get it. And we understand that. But what we hope to do is create a partnership where uh, there are tools, there are resources, there are environments that we give you and that you have access to that help you be a better parent and lead your child to Christ and teach them and show them things as opposed to we're the expert and good luck. So whether that's in the student area or whether that's in the children's area, we'll want to partner with those parents and say, no, you're the one that has the most time and you'll be with them forever. They, you may move cities. I have so many people watch and experience church from Colorado Springs this weekend and, you know, Dallas and St. Louis, they've moved all over the parents they're there. They're still with them. So we're like, no, you are the key, but let us partner and give you the tools and the resources and the environments that make that best so that they can develop those relationships and help. And this boardwalk helps us with that where right now we can't do a whole lot there. I mean, as far as we got a rush, we're, we're on a time frame. where now when you have it seven days a week, you could do other programs. We do a uh, family night, you know, SK live. There's talks now we can do that on Thursday night. We can do it on a Friday night where we have to rent that. We have to pay for that to do that somewhere. So now we're like going, hey, let's have a big ice cream thing out in the front of the church. And they come in and do, we we don't have that flexibility. Right now we creatively come up with those things, whether it's partnering with Party Central or we do a worship night down at the stage. Duck well, now, day. Duck day at the boardwalk. Well, all of that creativity that we've had in the past, we now have the stability to uh, really expand that creativity and partner with 
a location that's centrally located, that is beautiful, that families are used to, that can now become, hey, man, this is pretty awesome. And as we've said, and Bill and Eddie have all said from the beginning, it's in the community. It is a free event for someone in the community. And this happened on every event we've done there down there so far, whether that was Good Times Roll, the 70s party, or Duck Day. Strangers, outsiders, people from the hotel come out and go, man, this is awesome. So it's inflatables and ice cream. Well, where if you're on a church, they're not bumping into you. They're not coming there. They're using that space, and now we get to partner and have that availability. I'd just add about just a couple of things. Duck Day was one, but if even in sub-freezing weather <laughs> that weekend, the complexion of that area of the boardwalk changed. It came alive. It didn't take that many people to do that. Uh, it didn't take that many resources for us to do that. That's really... That is in our wheelhouse, too, to do that very sort of thing. And so to think that we could do that routinely, not routine, but that we really get the opportunity to do that is pretty special. And let me add on this because Bill don't even know this. He, he may know this. Bill and I may know this. But the DNA of who we are is that we're solving a problem. So we didn't just get together because it's, oh, this is kind of fun. Although that is a value. Obviously, Simple Church Lags are having fun. But we put 20 plus thousand dollars raised in that one day to help families battling childhood cancer. Well, just this past week, we had another person give another 25,000 because they watched it online and were like, we're, we're in. So you're, you're talking now, you're solving a problem. The family has something to, to do with their kid that's fun, that's free, that does good. And you solved childhood cancer for a family to be able to get away from cancer for a week and go to camp. And you help the boardwalk add life and energy into those restaurants and that activity. Well, if we're about solving problems, those are three problems you solved that wasn't really that difficult to do where we are capable, we are, you know, able to do that. And you go, and Christ is a part of that. In other words, we're not out there just, you know, evangelism, evangelism, evangelism. It's more like we're going to love you and show you. And then people go, there's something different, man. It matters to me. And you're in the marketplace, which that's unusual. There's not a lot of people that can do that the way we can and have the opportunity to do. Yeah, and there are life lessons in that, too, because, yes, we did all of those things and solved all those problems, but kids are being selfless and generous. Yeah. Um, they're learning less. They're getting explanations from their parents about why we're doing this, and they have all these opportunities to explain generosity to them and gratefulness and that life is hard and for some kids and and we can be grateful for our health or for you know whatever i would say too about the content i was thinking just saw it today uh couldn't brag enough on christian them for children's content and where we as parents may not be smart enough or creative to get a family experience box an fx box um and to be able to walk through those activities has been, it was huge for the pandemic, but it's persisted because it is so concretely very helpful to a parent. And I know kids are anxious to get it. I take one to my neighbor. He has to hide it till he can make time to, you know, because his kids are on it as soon as they do. I send one to a family member out of state. She's a preschool director. She values the information, not because she's not creative, but somebody else is figuring it out and she, she uses that those resources in creative ways too. Um, you just don't ever know your reach. 
yeah. like that. It's and it's just free. Cool. Yeah. I mean, it's early on, Bill. I remember give you credit of. We were talking about how we're going to do this and if we were going to charge for it because it's a lot of work, a lot of effort, materials that go into it. And you went to bat for saying we need to give it away free. That's mm-hmm. not free to make them. <laughs> People give right. to that vision. And because of that, hundreds of families are changed and my kids love it. Sorry, John. You can go and get one on thefx.tv. We'll put a link in the show notes. They ship them anywhere in the United States. So if you're listening online and you want to do that with your grandkids, with your kids, we'd love for you to do that. And then the YouTube channel, we'll put a link on there. Just was talking about the content. You can go watch this kid's content, positive, Christ-affirming, encouraging content on YouTube that you can use for free. Again, it's SK is simple kids. When we say all these terms, I'm thinking of the person <laughs> yeah. that's listening. For a that's good. Like, what is SK? It's simple kids. And then FX is, as Bill said, family experience. Their goal is, whether it's a live event, FX Live, family experience live, where parents sit with their kids and enjoy a service together, or an FX box that is a family experience you do at home with your children. There's always a do-good component in there uh, that helps your child understand the importance of giving back or solving a problem or doing good. Uh, All of that's included in that. And just one other thing I thought about that we haven't talked about at all in the first two is we've been in the boardwalk since 2012 with the Do Good Store. So you had yeah. 2007, you launched there. But in 2012, we've been a part of the retail world as well. Uh, and every time y'all are down there, we come down there, that store does better and there's because there's traffic and there's people in there. But all of the products that are sold in there are going to give a way to help others solve problems, whether that's in our local community around the world. So you're teaching your kids in all aspects, even from shopping to doing experience at your table to watching something to going to church. And now it all be centrally located in one location. You don't have to go somewhere else. It's there. Uh, and then able to video it and send out that product consistently and, and on a more stable basis because we're not setting up and tearing down. You have the studios in place. You have the place for the live concerts. You have the place for the live service. You have the place for the kids. All of those things. Well, right now, we can only do that one day a week and pay for everything else and hope we can make that happen. Really, half a day. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. So we're going to go into this and we'll wrap up with the boardwalk itself, the nuts and bolts of what does it look like? How do you get there? But on April 30th, there's a meeting. We'd love for you to be a part of that, to join us at the Shreveport Convention Center. We'll go and send the link in the show notes. You can get the information on the website or the app. But that is where if you are in, you want to know more about it, we want you to be at that meeting. We'll stream it so you can be a part of that. But, John, let's paint a word picture, if you will. So if somebody is saying, okay, I can't really wrap my head around, what does this look like? At the boardwalk, the two buildings at the end, the upstairs and the downstairs, you says the 30,000 square feet that matches. How will that experience work? If they walk up for the first time, they want to go to the boardwalk, they want to go to service, let's walk through step by step. So the first part will be upstairs. Well, what's really cool, we keep talking about the parking garage, but what's really awesome is it's literally right next to the building. I think I did it was 12 or 13 steps. Yeah. I counted so, it, yeah. So I know that we're, we keep talking about this parking garage, but it is a big deal. Uh, so you're going to be able to park out of the weather, and very few steps you're walking through the front doors of this facility, uh, and you're going to have a couple of choices. Uh, there's going to be a live experience upstairs, and that'll be Justin communicating. And as I mentioned earlier, the band could possibly be even in a subset upstairs, the live portion of it. But that's going to be all live upstairs. And then this bottom floor will be multi little sections of seating areas that are simulcast live down to that bottom floor. So it, like he's like Justin said, you'll be able to hang out with people, enjoy your coffee, your donuts. Um, and it'll be a, just a totally different kind of experience. And so the plans are still being finalized. But roughly how many people upstairs, how many people downstairs? It's roughly about 900 people per floor. 
is what the rough idea. See. Yeah, which is is great. That is a great number. And we're and we're gonna our t- plan right now is to do three services. Um, that'll be kind of the, for those that have been around a while. There was a day where we had three different services on Sunday morning, and we will go back to that uh, just to make sure there's plenty of room. Uh, honestly, it's for the kids space uh, to make sure that the kids spaces don't get overwhelmed. It spreads out that load. And then another benefit to three services is the volunteers tend to come to that early service and then they're freed up to serve the rest of the day. Uh, so we're pretty excited about that. And then they also know that typically it's nine, 10 and 11. We don't know for sure what all this looks like yet, but nine is usually volunteers. And then 11 is where I go off the rail. <laughs> so if you really want to hang around and now I have no real time restrictions. Oh, so, no, I'm just kidding. I try to manage and do well, but they joked about it. One oh, yeah. of the, uh, some of the people backstage, it was, uh, Jennifer and all of them were like, man, I can't wait. Because, man, if somebody really gets you fired up, 11 o'clock is going to be the one you don't want to miss. But here's the good news about the new building. I know where all the breakers are. (laughs) Yeah, you can turn it off. Closing time. You got to go. That's right. So upstairs, 900 seats. Downstairs, 900 seats. Uh Simulcast downstairs. Uh They will do that. And so that building, like you said, is directly next to where the old Destiny Day Spa is, and that's where kids would be. Yeah, and then Destiny Day Spa, the first floor would be a a big check-in area with the technology that was mentioned earlier to make sure that the child's checked in properly. And, uh, and then they'll make their way upstairs and it'll be multiple, very simple rooms, but very high tech as far as the way they uh, receive their lesson. There'll be an interactive time, small group areas, very similar to what they currently do now, but it'll be way cleaner, fresher and kid friendly in its design. Right now, the kids are hanging out in spaces that were used for a wedding the night before. <laughs> uh, literally, there's yeah. no change to the walls or environment or anything about it that makes it look like it's designed for a kid. And this room will be obviously designed for, and for younger six, people. In 16 years, we've never had this. Correct. So, so the reason, if you're going, why is it a big deal for us, the staff, the people who've given their life to the Simple Church is like, you mean this is possible? It, it is. There is a chance that, and we're like, yes, it, it is possible. We we will have to have everyone's help to pull it off. But safety, like the other part is, as we move forward, you know, Bill and them talk about it, all the check-in stuff, but this is a separate building that is only for children only. Right now, adults can be, they can come in and go and whatever. Well, that building will be only for parents and children. So there's no way for anybody else to get in there. There's It's a, a an added la- level, excuse me, of security that we've not had in the past. I mean, as safe as it is now, it's even going to be safer if that's even possible. Yep, exactly. And when we went and walked around the building got to see it, I was shocked how big it was upstairs. Oh, if yeah. you've never been in that Destiny Day Spa building, if you can't picture it and where the boardwalk was, it is a ton of space upstairs, pretty comparable to what we have now, right? Yeah, the best way to visualize it, if you happen to walk down there and you just want to check it out, which I would if I were you, <laughs> uh, out of curiosity, uh, the Cheesecake Bistro Restaurant, is a major feature on that end. Of course, it's vacant now. But everything to the right of it, all the way to that corner, is the space we're talking about. And Cumulus Radio is above it, which we... The third floor, right? Yeah, they're the they're the one above Copeland's. I'm oh, talking yeah. about above yeah. Copeland. So I'm right. saying when you come over, we have multiple floors from that all the way over. Right. Uh, it has elevators. It has double stairwell. I mean, yeah, it has two stairwells, but we have one stairwell that we'll be accessing all the time. So it's just a nice something we've never really been able to have before. I think everybody that has a parent, and again, I was a family pastor for, I mean, quite a few years too. It's the ideal world. Like if you can do this and you can make it happen, it definitely makes your life easier for parents to be so close and to be so secure. I mean, it's, 
literally, I mean, 20 steps from some parking. I mean, everything else is covered. It will be easier for people to get in and out. Uh, but right now, that's the other downside, if there is a downside. I mean, we love the convention center. We're thankful for what they've done. But it is kind of a long walk. depends on the day. I the mean, sky sometimes bridge, you're, like, you're in that other garage. Yeah, yeah you're like, man, so it's, it's, so it's much closer. It's, it's not, you know, we, we love convention. We're thankful we can do it. But it is one of those things where it is a little bit closer for your walk. Sure, absolutely. And if you're more visual, if this isn't clicking with you, April 30th, we want you to be there. We want you to watch. We want you to be a part of that. We'll be showing plans. I'll be showing you first time, First time ever. So that's something we definitely want you to be a part of. So as we're looking at that, so we take over basically that end of the boardwalk. The outside we talked about, that snack shack, is going to be our area and potentially could have a screen there where people could watch outside. We basically own that end. The hotel's right there, and they're actually expanding, adding more hotel rooms right now is being built. So basically, Simple Church kind of takes over that section of the boardwalk. Is that right? That's right. And one of the things that comes up often as far as questions is, what if we outgrow it? What if there's more adults because it is so cool and new, so exciting. new and exciting? Uh, you mentioned it in an earlier moment in the, I think it was a previous podcast, is we have a great relationship with the movie theater that you can literally see when you look out the front door of the building that we're talking about. And that's going to be our space for our overflow for our adults. So the beauty of the Regal 14 Theater is there's 14 different size rooms. Hence the name. Yes. So if you have, you know, 100 more adults than you can fit, you go find a theater that it sits about that many. And technology has changed to the point to where you just pipe it straight into the movie theater right from the building just down the sidewalk. And the timing of that's cool because there was a church meeting there that's not anymore. So now it's that's open right. again. It's available for us to rent. We, this. we started there. We remodeled those theaters, ironically. Sometimes that asked. <laughs> <Did power. laughs> we put in power and made all that happen. And now we're coming back all these years that's later. There's you, the potential, right? So that's the overflow plan. But that, that building basically be down at that end. That's the simple church section of the boardwalk. We get to put our signage up. We'll talk about having stuff out front. Painting, they're doing a bunch of new stuff to make that area. There's going to be a giant mural of Justin on the side. Oh, of the building, I didn't hear about that. Yeah. That's uh, exciting. As big as my <laughs> natural size head is, that's probably <laughs> not scale. A, that's not a great idea. Oh, You're right. That, that's the one thing I never like. For the record, is uh, my picture or va- face on anything. Well, He's told me to take it off before. Yeah, I'm like, just, can you like, find somebody else? There's really no need to put my big head on there. I promise you. Your uh, name up awesome. on the building. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> let's don't do any of that. That's right. So as you're listening to this, we're glad you've come along for this part. We're going to continue the series April the 30th. Save that date. Be there a part of it. We're going to wrap up today. There's more coming. If you have questions, if you got something you're dying to ask Justin or any of these guys, we want you to text in. It'll be in the show notes, but the number is 1-866-458-2342. You can just text us, send in a question. We'll answer those questions as best as we can coming up. But Eddie, we're going to go to you. They've been picking that you haven't got to say a whole lot this episode. Final thoughts, Eddie, as we're going and we're moving forward. It's an exciting time. This big move at Simple Church. What do you think about it just overall? Well, what what excites me is that uh, I'm one of those guys that get to come by the office and check on things. And I get to meet with the staff and walk around and, you know, just hear their concerns and their thoughts. And, you know, you get to hear a lot from Justin. You get to see Evan on the the stage every once in a while, maybe Brian, but man, we got some incredible creative staff members that have some mind blowing things that creative wise that they want to do. And that's what I'm excited about. We're in a space that they can do some of that stuff. Now, 
we got to come up with the money for John. <laughs> That's to a little let tease us do it. for the next episode. <laughs> yeah. So, we'll see you the next episode. <laughs> Make sure you come back. So, Bill, same question as we wrap up. We're thinking about this as the big move going forward. What is something you're excited about or are you thinking about as we talk about this move to the boardwalk? Uh, I think it really goes back to where we started the first one, and that is what could be. I mean, there's just so many opportunities for programming days of the week, times of the day, how many services, the things we can do. We have the flexibility to do those so that, you know, the chance of outgrowing, what does outgrow mean? Um, it, while we grow a, a maybe a worldwide virtual audience is, is pretty humbling to think about. Absolutely. John? Show me the money. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm kidding. That is, uh, no, you're not. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I do look forward to future podcasts where we talk about you guys all as listeners being a part of it, um, big and small. It's going to take everybody uh, to pull it off. And I look forward to watching that dream come true. Justin, close this out. Yeah, no, I just, I, I mean, we joke about it, but I mean, the truth is people made sacrifices from day one of Simple Church. So when we launched in 2007, there's a group of people who had to put their name on the line, had to put their pocketbooks on the line. And people don't think about it. We just consume it or we enjoy it or we're thankful for it, which all of those things are my family as well. But as you're looking back, there has to be a time that you take a step maybe that's uncomfortable. I can relate to that. I mean, it was uncomfortable for me. It was risky. I didn't know what was going to happen. We weren't sure it was going to work. But then when I look back at the uncertainty and the, the little nervousness, you see how faithful God has been through that willingness to take that step. And I'm praying seriously that many people would be willing to take the step of faith to go, you know what, do I really need this or do I really need that extra thing in my life or should I invest that into something that has a lasting impact? Uh, whether that's something for their great-grandkids or their grandkids. I mean, at 53 years old now, I, I didn't think about being 53 when we launched the church in 2007. But now at 53, because of over half of your life, I realize that if we have the stability of 20 years at the, you know, at the boardwalk, I'll be in my 70s. I doubt I'll still be you know, uh, doing everything that I'm doing now. I hope I'm doing a little more, to be honest. I hope that I'm at a level where that, location gave us stability and the ability to grow beyond that and to be able to solve more problems and not worry about how we're meeting or where this is going to happen. We would then be telling the stories of kids that grew up in that and experienced that, and they're leading those, those charges. They're a part of whatever that next thing is going to be. And so for me, that's the ultimate goal. We know what it is really all about. We know that one day we meet Jesus. We know that one day we're accountable uh, to what we've done with our life, with our resources. And Simple Church has been amazing. I'm super grateful for everybody that has made the sacrifices. And I'm super thankful to God that he blessed us the way he did. But I don't think we're done. I'm not done. We're not done. And this is a big opportunity. It's a big move, but I believe God's going to do some really cool things through it. So we hope you get on the journey with us. 
I'll not done. End up better than that. We're not done, and we're not done with this series. We'll be back next week with another episode, helping walk through this big move. Thank you for subscribing and listening. This gets you automatically when the new episode comes out each week. Make sure you give it a five star review. It helps people to find it wherever you're listening, Apple Podcast or Spotify. And thanks for being a part of it. Check out the show notes for all the links, everything we talked about. Text in your questions. Find the FX box. All that good stuff. You just click on the episode wherever you're listening. Gives you the links right there. Makes it easy. And we hope you'll be back with us next week.